This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the website completely free, so enjoy those. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites, most of them. So uh, see what you get for free at freetalklive.com. I bet you'll get more for free than uh, than if you paid for those other guys' sites. But see for yourself. freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. And by the way, I want to welcome our newest affiliate, well, newest weekday affiliate, uh, KFLD News Talk. Uh, eight, uh, News Talk KFLD up in uh, Pasco, Washington, has been on board with the show on weekends for a long time. But now they have decided to add Free Talk Live to their overnight shift. Awesome. So, yeah, as of I think it was last night, we kicked off over there. And so uh, welcome to all of our weekday listeners to News Talk 870 KFLD in Pasco, Washington. So 1-800-259-9231. Of course, if you're not getting the show live and you still want to participate, you can. You don't have. There's no obligation that you be listening to Free Talk Live. Obviously, if you are and you are on, you know, whatever topic happens to be of the moment of discussion, you probably get preference. But anybody can call in and talk about whatever they want. So that's the point of the program. 800-259-9231. Of course, our live hours are 7 to 10 Eastern at night every single day as we will take your calls about whatever you want. Now, last night... I mentioned that uh, there was a news about a, a tree situation with a church, uh, pruning fines, where a church has been fined $100 per branch for pruning, excessive pruning, according to some local government. Uh, this is charlotteobserver.com. Every two or three years, Eddie sales, trims, and prunes the crepes, uh, crepe myrtles at his church, Abermall Road Presbyterian Church. I love crepe myrtles. They're beautiful in the springtime, you know, you know all, all different colors. But this year, the city of Charlotte cited the church for improperly pruning its trees. He said, or one of the church members said, uh, we always try to keep our trees trimmed because you don't want to worry about them hanging down in the way. Church was fined $100 per branch cut for excessive pruning, bringing the violation to a total of $4,000. These are their trees? You mean the city? Well, I'm asking whose trees it are. I mean, if the city is uh, certainly, I mean, is it the city section or is it on the church property? Says here it's on the grounds of the Abermile Road Presbyterian Church. That doesn't make any sense at all. Well, why not? Why doesn't it make sense? I mean, you've got governments out there that have regulations about how high, how high your grass can grow and all manner of other nonsensical, how green it has to be. You can't have brown grass in some places. It's insane. Well, it's an ordinance. It doesn't mean it can't be fought, but it's kind of like a bad haircut. It'll grow back. So how do they define... The ordinance or the tree? Well, the tree. But, but how do they define what excessive cutting is? Do they have measurements and, and ratios and calculations about this? It's a fine question. Uh, I'm sure they'll get to the government's uh, thoughts here in a moment here. But the fine will be dropped because, you know, the government people, they care. They're generous. Right. The, it's the a church. Merciful, merciful people. The fine will be dropped if the church replaces <laughs> each of the improperly pruned trees. <laughs> they have to pull out the old tree and put a new tree in? That's what that sounds like to me, isn't That's it? insane. <laughs> According to the senior urban forester for the city of Charlotte Land Development Division, Tom Johnson, he said, when they are non-repairable, when they have been pruned beyond repair, we will ask them to be replaced. And they're just asking you, hey, you don't have to replace them. You could just give us $4,000 yeah. and then we'll be fine with it. 
Revenue. Well, when you're talking about a mature tree, like I assume these crepe myrtles are, if they're trimming them back like this, you're not talking about a cheap thing to to, to replace. Uh, you might this four thousand dollars might fully be a grown wash. tree. Yeah, yeah, it might be a wash. And where do you get something like that from? I mean, most tree farms aren't going to deliver you a fully grown yes, they tree, will. are they? Yeah, they will. You, they're just not the ones you see. Uh, but yeah, they absolutely will deliver you one. Sure. Huh. All right. So uh, uh, you can have anything you want. You could have a fully grown oak tree delivered. Don't worry. <laughs> if you if you pay enough money. Sure. Right money. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll probably be, you're saying it'd probably be more than four grand. I'm thinking yeah. it would. Yeah, I, we we bought a, uh, a crab apple tree for my house. Uh, you know, my son, Jack, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my wife decided we just we decided together that we were going to do that whole placenta thing, plant a tree on it. And um, it's weird. Well, I don't think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we why don't you just eat it while you're at it? <laughs> why would you eat it? I don't know. It's disgusting. Some people apparently do that, too. It's very nutritious. See, I think that that's, See? the, 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 the tree. The tree can consume the uh, the, the nutrients in it. However, the um, it was I think it was five hundred dollars for this crab apple tree. It was by no means mature. How mm-hmm. tall was it? Uh, it? Taller than me, but not terribly tall. Eight, ten feet. Well, that placenta probably doubled its size in a year. (laughs) So Charlotte has had the tree ordinance since 1978, and when trees are incorrectly pruned or topped, people can be subject to fines, according to the bureaucrat. Trees planted as a result of the ordinance are subject to the fines if they are excessively trimmed or pruned. These include whatever that means. These include trees on commercial property or street trees. They do not include private residents. Johnson, the bureaucrat, said the purpose of the tree ordinance is to protect the trees. And, of course, line our pockets with thousands and thousands of dollars Moolah. cash. Moolah. Uh, Charlotte has always been known as the city of trees. When we take down trees, we need to replace these trees. And, you know, I got no problem with trees. I think trees are beautiful. I enjoy having trees. It's interesting that they believe that your trees are theirs, though. And, and this is really what it all comes down to, is everything on your property belongs to the municipality of wherever it is that, that you are. They believe they own your property. And they're right. If you don't pay your property taxes on an annual basis or biannual basis or whatever, it won't be too long until they take away your right to be there. But churches don't pay property taxes there, do they? Good doesn't question. change the fact that the municipality owns it. You know what they should just do is hold a cross out to the bureaucrat. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Not sure that's going to work. Well, how about a silver bullet? <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a great point, Mark, that just because, because frequently we give this example of, well, here's how you don't own your property. Try not paying property taxes and see what happens. And it would make sense, Wayne, that someone could say, well, they don't pay property taxes if they're a church, so therefore the state doesn't own their property. Clearly, this is proof that that's not the case. Uh, the, the people that are calling, calling themselves the state, these men and women, believe that they own everything. They're what, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the functionally, they are correct. If they can tell you how to trim your trees on your property and find you money for not replacing them, then they own those trees. If you don't fight back, then you've given them to them. So what would happen in this case if the church didn't pay the $4,000? Would they then put a lien on the church's property? I guess they would. Churches sell property. Yeah. Not not too often, I wouldn't imagine. Not, uh, not if they're successful, but so sometimes they're so successful they sell their property and go get an, uh, another church. So the question is, I guess, how will the church uh, folks deal with this? Will they actually pony up as most obedient people will? Oh, darn it. We got caught for the tree <laughs> ordinance. Guess we're going to have to pony up the cash. Pass the offering plate. Charlotte, again, had the ordinance since 1978. The purpose, he says, is to protect trees. Individuals who would like to trim their trees should call the city foresters to receive it. It's a free permit. 
Hey. What's the big deal? You get permission. It's free. Just call us. Just ask us if, if you can do what you want to do before you do it. Because that's what a good little citizen does. That's what a good little surf does. Because you don't actually own your property, so you must ask mommy. You must ask master. Uh, it, daddy. <laughs> if the lord. You can, right. Uh, if you, the landlord, yeah. shall we say. If you can do whatever it is you want to do. And then maybe our gracious bureaucrats will allow you the free permit. Or maybe they won't. Because frequently the answer when you ask government people uh, questions is no. Uh, They don't like change. That's why historical societies are put together where they have these historic districts in a lot of places where you can't change anything without going to some government bureaucrat or some board of bureaucrats for permission. You can't change the color of the paint on your house. You can't put a new window in. You can't change the trim. You can't do anything. You can't even paint inside in some places. In a town just north of here where they put the windmills up, the, the local historical society sued the company uh, that's generating the windmills because they had to put higher telephone poles in and lines. And they said, well, that destroys the historical look of the town, having these taller telephone poles. So they basically got a, pay, a little payoff from the Good Lord. from the utility company. Toll-free number here tonight, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. When I needed to remove a tree from my property, I just called the few tree guys, got some quotes, and one of them came out got the job done. Was he licensed? I'm sure the town would have sold you a permit if you had asked. Uh, You're probably right about that. (laughs) He didn't didn't ask, apparently, so uh, whatever. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you would like. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there completely free, including our webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact. The chat room is built in to the same page. Uh, There's the webcam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to do that. Once again, that's cam.freetalklive.com, like everything else on our site, you'll find that it is completely free. Cam.freetalklive.com. The Porcupine Freedom Festival coming up here in just a few weeks, June 20th through the 26th. We're going to be there broadcasting live throughout the week, and you could be there as well. In fact, you can be there and socialize with hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. It's always a great time. Everything from family fun events to agorism in action, live musical performances. There's a Free keen karaoke and all kinds of uh, cooking and campfires, fun socialization. It's just a it's a blast to be around other like-minded, liberty-oriented people and hundreds of them all at the same campground, Rogers Campground, in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. You can go to porkfest.com to learn more and to get registered. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use our coupon code, which is Free Talk Live, all run together as one word, to save 20% on your registration. That's Free Talk Live as a coupon code. is all one word at porkfest.com. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Look forward to seeing you there. 1-800-259-9231. Whether you want to talk about this uh, church 
that has been fined $100 per branch for so-called excessive cutting. And the city is saying that they can either pay $4,000 in fines or the church can just replace the tree. But the bureaucrat who's in charge of the this division of the government says that this plan, this program, this these set of rules is designed to keep the trees safe or healthy or whatever. How is it that replacing the tree is going to do that? That's going to kill, kill the tree. The tree. Mm-hmm. Well, I, the, the other thing that they had sort of said something to the effect is if they – they prune so far that they kill the tree or something like that, that they damage the tree severely, that's when they give the fine. Well, don't you, you won't know that until you've given the tree a chance to grow back, right? right. <laughs> so, and it probably will grow back. Trees are pretty resilient. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty resilient because they've got under, you know, the, the root system is underneath as large as the, the branches are at least, right? As I understand. So it. they're not trimming that back. And uh, anyway, the, a little bit more here, and we'll get right into your calls at 800-259-9231. So the government bureaucrat here explains that on private property, the fine amounts are based on the size of the tree that's been so-called improperly pruned. For small trees, such as cherry trees or crepe myrtles, the fine is $75 per tree. But this it's isn't considered though. private property. No, no, Mark. $75 okay. per tree on private property. Okay. If you do it wrong. But if you do it on a tree that's near a road or if you do it on a tree that's on commercial property, and this is a tree that is, I guess, within viewing distance, easily running distance of the road, I, I mean, probably just several steps away, mm-hmm. uh, they, you know, find $100 a branch in that case. So it's if it's in your house, it's $75 for the whole tree. If it's on a commercial property or near a road, it's $100 a branch. Yeah, the, the government does seem to think that it owns businesses a little more than it owns residences. Excessive cutting could increase that fine to $100 per branch. For large trees such as oaks or maples, the fine is $150 per tree. And because there's a widespread lack of understanding on how to prune crepe myrtles in the Charlotte area, the bureaucrats said that residents found in violation regarding these trees are asked to simply replace them and the fine will be lifted. Sales said trees found in violation of the church must be cut down and replaced with new trees by October, but the church plans to appeal. Doesn't know how much it would cost to replace the trees. Uh, one of our producers checked and says that the crepe myrtles are about 200 something dollars a piece, maybe about 300 bucks for a, a 10-foot uh, tree. Okay. Which seems pretty affordable to me. Like I was kind of surprised by that. I and then you have to have it put in. Yeah, I don't wonder if that includes shipping as well. Yeah, I suspect not. can't be cheap to ship... Uh, 10-foot tree. Well, four of them, right? Well, yeah. Was it four of them? I missed that point. I thought it was four trees. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. That's a good uh, good point. 800-259-9231. So, uh, again, here, the bureaucrat is, you're very concerned. You, you just, you little people, you just don't know. You just don't know what you're doing when it comes to these crepe myrtles. And so we're going to teach you a lesson by threatening you with thousands of dollars in fines. And uh, you you can just save the money by going ahead and replacing the trees that we're supposedly protecting. That makes sense, right? It makes no sense at all. 1-800-259-9231. It's like, you know, protecting a fine for beating your children. So if you uh, get rid of those children and get new children, we won't fine you. The bureaucrat says, we're trying to be proactive and not trying to fine people excessively. Hey, $4,000. Yeah, finding a church $4,000, that's not excessive. So we go to you, your phone calls here. Let's talk to Jason Talley from the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund at cdevolution.org. Hey, Jason. Hey, Ian. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Sure, man. What's on your mind tonight? 
Oh, so I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that uh, we have a, a car full of uh, Shire activists being ready to head to uh, D.C. for the uh, Thomas Jefferson dance party this Saturday. Oh, wow. You're heading out already? Oh, yeah. We're going to get there early. I want to do some interviews. I want to get to know the people that uh, are going to be dancing. There's actually going to be a dance party on DuPont Circle on uh, Friday night to get ready for it. Nice. And there's just a lot of logistical stuff that we want to help with and uh, tell the story about the uh, brave people who are being uh, disobedient at the memorial for Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, last time I looked, uh, for those that don't know, this weekend there were about five activists arrested, one of them body slammed to the ground and choked because they were dancing at the Jefferson Memorial in Washington, D.C. And this was uh, in response to something you were involved in back in 2008 when other activists were dancing at the Jefferson Memorial silently with their headphones in. One young lady was arrested in that case, and the court case that resulted from that resulted in a man in a robe deciding that, yeah, it's totally fine for park police to arrest you for whatever they want. You know, they can just pretty much tell you you can't do X, Y, and Z. And make up you, their own rules. Yeah, and if you do that, then, well, you know, you can get put in a cage. And so some folks went out there over the weekend to dance, kind of in protest of that and in, in support of the freedom of expression. And they were arrested, and as I mentioned, violently so. And as a result of that, of course, there's plenty of news coverage, thank goodness. Uh, of course, one of the people that was dancing was Adam Kokesh, so they actually body slammed and choked a television personality while they were at it. Um, and, and a uh, a war veteran. That's right. On Memorial Day. Not to mention, well, the weekend, but uh, not, well, not to mention weekend, that yeah. uh, they also kicked all the media out of this so-called public place. So it really ended up looking pretty bad for the cops, and the the kind of the publicity that surrounded it has resulted in over 2,000, I think it was 2,400 the last time I looked, over 2,000 people saying that they're going to come this Saturday when the dance party commences again at high noon on the Jefferson Memorial, and that's why you're going down there. Well, that's right. So who knows how many people are actually going to show up, but I think there's going to be dance parties around the, the nation, uh, uh-huh. you know, in support of, uh, you know, the, well, it'd be against police brutality. I think that's what really stirred a lot of people up, but they didn't like what they saw when uh, uh, Kokesh was wearing this Gandhi T-shirt, uh, you know, and was totally, um, you know, uh, peacefully resisting against these cops, like you said, that body slammed and choked them. And then you had the uh, event organizer, uh, Eddie Freeman, who um, he was uh, handcuffed and then, you know, ma- made to sit down. And then when the cop went away to arrest somebody else, he got back up and started dancing again. <laughs> so, so these are my kind of people. Yeah. And so uh, we're, we're in a car. We're uh, going to be uh, staying in Connecticut tonight, and then we'll head to D.C. in the morning where we'll meet these people. I'll be uh, broadcasting uh, things on uh, cdevolution.org, uh, tally.tv. And uh, JeffersonDanceParty.info is a good source to find a lot of information about where dance parties are in your area, um, about where you can find arrangements to uh, to you know, find a floor to sleep on. If you I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to come back here in a moment. If you want to stick with us, you're welcome to. I've actually got Ed on the line from D.C. Uh, more coming up. This is Free Talk. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond. TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Slobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll free line. 
1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free. We've got a mobile site. If you want quick access to our live streams and podcast, just go to M as in mobile dot freetalklive.com. That's M dot freetalklive.com. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes that you have to pay on them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul lingering odors, no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a buff just about anywhere. And don't get hassled. Get your e-cigarettes now at VaporStation.com. You can get the uh, the kit there. Is, uh, it's, I just checked on it. They sold out of the kits, but they will have them again by the weekend. It's wow. uh, VaporStation.com. They're popping up everywhere, yep. man. People are buying coupon, these things. You can use coupon code FTL to uh, get 5%, 5% off additionally. VaporStation.com. Everybody I talk to about their experience with the e-cigarette is just so excited about it. I mean, they are saving money. A lot of them, and they are saving their lungs as well. So yeah, well, it's genius. You can't make any uh, claims from a uh, standpoint of, of health because we don't know. It hasn't really been tested, and the, F- the FDA doesn't like that. I don't really care what the FDA says. I know what they says, don't like, but it, but, seem, it stands uh, to reason as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, it's vapor versus smoke. It seems like a no-brainer to me. 1-800-259-9231. But I'm not a doctor, and these claims have not been verified by some independent is blah, 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 Somebody blah. who's getting a check from the government. <laughs> All right, so 800-259-9231. Coming up here this weekend, the dancers are returning in just a few days. Saturday, high noon, the D.C. Jefferson Memorial. People will be dancing, and they will be dancing in spite of what a man in a robe has said, in spite of the fact that men with guns and cages at their disposal will be in the close proximity. And those men with guns in cages are willing to use them on you for dancing at the Jefferson Memorial, as we discovered this weekend. The video footage, of course, is over. Uh, we posted over at Freekeen. I think it's probably up at uh, cdevolution.org. We just had Jason Talley on the line. He dropped off, unfortunately. But uh, we had Jason Talley, who is the managing director of the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund, which is uh, the CD Evolution Fund has kind of been set up to support civil disobedience happening here in New Hampshire. A lot of people might want the CD Evolution Fund to support civil disobedience going on elsewhere, but it's a small organization, and the purpose of it is to focus activity in New Hampshire. That's why all of us here on this show made the move here. We made the move because of the Free State Project, because of the idea of bringing freedom-loving people together to the same place to get active. And so in order to be a part of that and to encourage that, that's why the CD Evolution Fund focuses its funds, at least, on New Hampshire. But one of the other things that uh, Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund does is it focuses on other great civil disobedience from around the country and around the world. So some of the great things that have happened in Orlando, like feeding the homeless without permits, that has been, I think, focused on over there, uh, giving out fully informed jury association information without asking for permission. We focused on that as well uh, when that has happened outside of New Hampshire. And now Jason is going down to D.C. He's on his way there pretty much right now with a group of activists, carload full of New Hampshire-based activists, coming down there to help out in D.C. and participate, likely, in the dancing on Saturday. In fact, I think Ed is with us here in D.C. Ed, you're on, uh, is it Eddie or Ed? Eddie, D.C.? I think we've got him. Going once? Eddie going twice? Can you hear me, guys? Hey, is it Ed or Eddie? 
Uh, Eddie is fine, or Ed. I go, I go by both. Okay. Well, Ed's here in uh, in D.C., and you were one of the guys that was arrested. Uh, I believe the gentleman with the longer hair on Saturday, and you are back at it again this uh, this coming Saturday. Is that right? We sure are. So what, what did you well, want to share figured, tonight? You know, I'm sorry? What did you want to share with our audience tonight, Ed? Well, uh, there's just uh, a lot of exciting stuff. Um, uh, I'm sure a lot of your listeners have seen the story all over mainstream news. Um, it's just been really exciting. I mean, to tell you the truth, I'm just tired as hell. I've, I've been inundated with with uh, interviews and whatnot, um, I've got a friend of mine. He's projecting that we're going to hit three thousand by midnight tonight. You mean on the Facebook? You know, yeah, as far as attendees, he's projecting we'll hit three thousand by midnight if it goes the way it's it's been going. It's pretty great. And uh, you know, even if a percentage, a small percentage of that shows up, it's going to make a hell of a difference. How has the media been to you? You said you've been doing interviews. Um, the media has been great, actually. Um, I, I just did an interview with the local Fox News last night. Uh, I posted the interview. I, I don't, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but uh, I thought it was quite fair. Um, the reporter kept mentioning that uh, that this is a peaceful demonstration. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's been fine. ABC, NBC, CBS, they've actually all been great. It's really this. an ideal... I think that a lot of them saw... A lot of them saw what happened last Saturday, um, how the, the police not only kicked out folks that were videotaping, but even channel, it was NBC that was there, and, mm-hmm. and there's footage where you can see the officer even, you know, grab the, the NBC cameraman. cameraman and shove him out. Yep. You know, uh, the the fact that NBC was the only mainstream media organization to show up at the original event, I, I imagine those other news agencies aren't going to be showing up a second time. So I bet you're going to have probably quadruple at least the attendance from mainstream media, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I, I fully expect NBC, uh, CBS, or I, I, all of them, CNN, uh, Fox, I, I, fully, I expect them all to be there. We are going to be doing a press conference at 11 at the uh, foot. Uh, at the uh, bottom of the steps there, and uh, we're giving priority to all independent journalists. Now, Ed, do you have a permit for that press conference? Uh, Yeah, I have a permit by my right of being a sentient being. (laughs) (laughs) My my question is, why can't these cops just sit back and enjoy the the show? I mean, it's warm weather. you got all these young women and hardly dressed in anything. Why would they want to ruin that? Well, it was mostly a sausage fest. There well, was I just, one I lady. I think they all had a bad attitude, you know? We challenged them to a dance-off, and we saw, you know, the really <laughs> bad losers. And, uh, you know, so we decided, out of the goodness of our hearts, we would go ahead and let them try to rematch us again. And we just want everybody to tune in and, uh, and, and watch the rematch this next Saturday. So, so uh, every, I've, I've gotten nothing but just... Uh, Everybody's talking about how bad I'm dancing, so I plan on making up for that this Saturday, let me tell you. Did uh, uh, did I see you post on Facebook that Adam Kokesh was called by a member of the park police? <laughs> he sure was. He was actually called by the chief. Really? And the chief of police 
asked him, and I don't know why he asked him, because the, the event is open. He can see how many people are coming mm-hmm. or how many people have at least clicked attending. But he asked, and uh, he, asked, uh, he asked Adam how many people were coming because he needed to know to make sure that he could protect our First Amendment. <laughs> what a joke. Is, is this the guy that runs the group of people that choked Adam, uh, you know, a couple of days before this? Exactly. It's, it's that guy? It's the same guy? It's not the same oh, guy. No, that no, 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 no. It's their commander. It's oh, okay. their chief. Okay, gotcha. It's the choker yeah. commander. Right, the guy who to choke people to protect their rights. The choker's boss. Did you find out who he was, by the way, that officer? Because apparently the guy that well, choked Adam really Kokesh... It's really strange about that guy. Uh, Adam had had a run-in with him once before right. when he had confronted um, Eric Holder about the drug war. He'd asked Eric Holder, you know, uh, Mr. Holder, That's the uh, Attorney General. You know, if, if we end the if we end the drug war, uh, will that keep uh, will that keep uh, police officers uh, um, from being killed in the line of duty, or more officers from being killed in the line of duty? And of course, he said no. And an officer protecting Eric Holder was actually the same officer that choked him. So, JeffersonDanceParty.info, is that the place for the latest information for uh, that folks can go to? That's the place to go. It's got the Twitter updates. It's got Facebook updates. It's got the Ustream. So, it's got Perfect. everything right on that website, guys. We're coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Talk live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free, so enjoy those. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. That's where you'll find a whole list of uh, different things you can get from Amazon. You actually go into Amazon there, and uh, you can click through our affiliate links and buy whatever it is you want. Uh, you can purchase used, purchase brand new. Uh, once again, shop.freetalklive.com. The other option for you is Newegg. Uh, so you've got Amazon, and there's like a list of different Amazons you can go to for different countries around the world. And then there's also Newegg, which is the kind of the premier location on the internet to get computer parts and some other electronics. You can order through Newegg, and you're actually going to benefit the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. So when you order through Amazon, you benefit Free Talk Live. And when you order through the new egg links, you'll benefit uh, the CD Evolution Fund and help do things like send Jason Talley and activists down to, uh, say, like D.C. as they're going to this weekend to participate in, to document, to assist with the upcoming D.C. dance party. We did have Ed on the line, who was one of the folks that was putting this, uh, is putting this together, had put together the original dance party uh, this, that came this past weekend where uh, nearly half a dozen people were arrested in a very violent manner in some cases. 
The dance party is going to go on again coming up on Saturday. There are, instead of 75 people on Facebook saying they're going to go this time, we're coming up on about 2,500 people last time I looked uh, saying they're going to be attending on Facebook. And so I'm hoping that translates into at least double or triple the numbers of people that actually end up attending this Saturday. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be huge. I don't know what to actually expect, but I do expect more people are going. We know more people are going because a carload of activists, at least one carload, is coming from New Hampshire all the way down there. So people are traveling a distance in some cases to actually attend this. Yeah, it makes you wonder how many people are going to dance and how many people are going to photograph it. Jefferson Dance Party, I believe it's jeffersondanceparty.info. You can also look for, I believe, Dance Party at TJ's on Facebook. And that'll bring up the Facebook event, and uh, there's all kinds of positive comments and people saying nice things. And as was mentioned, a number of dancing events will be going on across the country. So maybe D.C. isn't the most convenient of locations for you, like you live on the West Coast or in the middle of the, the country, etc. You don't want to do something locally. Maybe you can't afford the gas. I mean, it's not, it's not cheap to travel these days. I wouldn't blame anybody for not wanting to go to D.C., number one, because it's expensive, number two, because it's D.C., and but there are federal properties all over the place, federal monuments and federal buildings, places you can go and theoretically you could have your own dance party at those places. And I'm sure that there's discussion about that over at Jefferson Dance Party dot info. Uh, you can probably link to the right places where you can hook up with other people and figure out where to go locally. So I'm pretty excited by this. I think that I didn't get a chance to mention this while we were talking to either Jason or Ed, but. This has to be one of the most ideal instances of civil disobedience that could ever happen. Why? Because a lot of, uh, a lot of people, when they look at civil disobedience, it's easy to be critical of the issue that maybe has been chosen. You, know, you shouldn't be smoking pot in the park or whatever. You, know, you shouldn't be topless as a woman. There are all these people that will just in general be against it. And I'm sure there are people that are against dancing at a public park, but it's got to be tough to be against dancing. Like it's, it's just not quite in the same category as say being topless or smoking pot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The the one critique we had, and I think it's a, a you know on this, and I think it's a relevant one, is that well the the feds have to be able to control something on their property. So maybe they were too controlling in this instance, but they do have to have some level of control. So therefore, the protest here really is pointless because they have to have some level of control. I guess was the uh, the point of the protest of the, uh, the the critique. Well, they're not going to. I don't think they're going to be able to call enough cops out uh, for this this coming weekend. If if the numbers are even a tenth of what they say they are on Facebook, if you know, a hundred people show up or two hundred people show up. That alone is going to be a very difficult proposition for the police to to handle. They could barely handle five people over this weekend. Yeah, they had three cops for five people and yeah. could barely handle them at all. I mean, there's no reason why they wouldn't try to put everybody on, bring a bunch of cops on for overtime, and really kind of beef up security for this. And clearly, they are already kind of sniffing it out to to see to get some idea of how they're going to approach it. And who knows what kind of shenanigans they're going to come up with? I mean, they they know they must know now that there's going to be a press conference at 11 a.m. and the dancing will commence at high noon. So maybe they'll try to pull something at the press conference. You never know with these people. Well, these are peaceful people protesting. So maybe there'd be some kind of provocateur event. Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll, that's, see, we'll see. That's that's a great point because frequently the government will put somebody in amongst the protesters and then have them throw a bottle or do something violent to give the police the opportunity and the excuse to start shooting. 
for instance, and probably rubber mm-hmm. bullets or something, but to start shooting sure. uh, the, the activists. And some of the cops really get a kick out of that. They really enjoy shooting people. Yeah, and, and it, it came out about a year ago in declassified documents, the Kent State University shooting back in the late 60s was provocateur. That's really, you know, I heard it on NPR, too. So one of the other reasons why this is ideal, in my opinion, is because it's peaceful. It's, of course, completely peaceful. It's dancing. The what could be better? I mean, really, what other examples of civil disobedience today really rise to this uh, this particular level? It's something that's easy for people to to get involved with. It's something for it's easy for people to empathize with. Uh, I mean, who hasn't? shimmied a little bit or uh, you know done some sort of dance in, in their life at some point Who unless you're a baptist if you're a baptist they don't dance right. at all <laughs> i'm sure that uh, foot tapping might might count for this too yeah <laughs> you're right mark i mean there's a, there's a very good chance that someone standing in the jefferson memorial after being told not to dance who begins tapping his foot mm-hmm. uh could very well be arrested that wouldn't surprise me just judging how these cops were behaving so it's it's really ideal because the police show themselves, of course, as being the violent aggressors, and these people are just simply dancing in an open public space. What really? What could be better? Have you seen any instances of civil disobedience in your lifetime that uh, you, that you've been cognizant of that are better than this one? I couldn't say. Um, I I'd love to see somebody standing there just tapping their foot and pointing down at their foot that's tapping, just so the cops can <laughs> have to see it. Just take a look, copper. I got my foot tapping. Yeah, that would make some great footage. So, footage. 800-259-9231. All right, so we'll continue here. You can bring up whatever you want. It doesn't have to be D.C. It doesn't have to be dancing. You can take control. Let's talk to, I believe we've got David listening in California. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hello? Hey, David, you're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts. Right on. What's up, man? I'm David G. from Lancaster, California. I probably live in the biggest police city in all of California. Let me just give you a little brief rundown of my town um, in LA County okay that means the whole county of Los Angeles we are one of the smallest cities but yet we have the most sheriffs in all of LA County and we're talking more than LA more than everything and I, and I on a daily basis usually I go and I confront every single sheriff that is out there doing doing injustice I'm on a YouTube channel and you can see all my videos and stuff like that what's, but, what's um, your YouTube channel my YouTube channel is uh, YouTube forward slash America's Politics. One word. Um, I go to City Hall, and I guess apparently every single sheriff knows me by name now. Um, I so guess when you confront these guys, I mean, what are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Um, pretty much is like a, like there was an instance where there was a party, right, at, at a house. And what happened was, See, I went to City Hall for this one, too. The cops, or the sheriffs, they decided, you know, the, the kids that were having the party, what they're doing in their, in their house is none of my business. But what, what, what was the good thing about it is that you do not, you have a right not to cooperate with the sheriffs in any way, shape, or form. You don't have to answer any of their questions. You don't have to open the door or address them in any way, shape, or form. That's all true. And so, and so what they did, they decided not to answer their door. They decided to lock their door close the blinds, you know, and turn off their music because I guess they were being pretty loud or whatnot. And instead of the sheriff obeying the Constitution and giving them their right to privacy, they decided to hop the backyard. They decided to invade their privacy. Okay, and when somebody was upset enough to videotape them doing this, he got shot with a taser, 
and he got thrown and he got wow. he's, he's in jail right now facing like seven to ten years in, in prison i think i heard about this story what did they charge him with they charged him with assault on a peace officer. They charged him with uh, obstruction of justice, and they gave him a phony charge. And I think now it's gone. Uh, it was called a. It was a in a vehicle without the owner's consent. He was never in any vehicle. Was there any? Vi- was there any video of what happened to him? Uh, no, because the, the sheriffs they decided to erase the video that he was using to record him. But we have video of them being inside the backyard, which mm. is really crazy. Which they and didn't so have permission I, to do. Exactly, you know, and then I got, I have the sheriff on saying, yeah, we know you, yeah, we know you, because I filed one grievance on the on the sheriff that was in my neighborhood. Yeah, you better look out, man. I mean, you make yourself a target in an area where there's not much uh, activist backup. What's your YouTube channel again? America's Politics. Yes, America's Politics. One word. Very A-N-E-R-I-K-S. good, man. Hey, keep up the uh, keep up the good work out there. Appreciate hearing from you, and uh, be, try to be safe because. Man, being alone and uh, up against the sheriff, that's thats not an easy proposition. Hour two's next. You take control. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you'd like. 800-259-9231. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features free. In fact, you get to control the content of the site. You find something online you think's interesting, you can just submit it as show prep to our website. And then other listeners get to vote. You get to vote on things as well. The most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. Dot com. The toll-free number tonight, 1-800-259-9231. You don't just have to talk about uh, civil disobedience or the city that fined a church $4,000 for excessive pruning of some of the branches on its trees out in front of the, the property. You can bring up anything you want. That's the point of the program here at 800-259-9231. And coming up here, I'm hoping that we're going to hear from uh, one of the activists in Orlando who was on the line earlier, unfortunately, weren't able to get to him in the time in which I'd have liked to. There's been something that apparently has gone down. Uh, we've talked about Orlando a number of times and how it is that there's a, a good group of uh, people down there who have been engaged in civil disobedience of various different types, including uh, handing out flyers on the courthouse grounds when a man in a robe has decreed that they cannot do that, as well as also feeding the homeless within a two-block radius of, uh, I think it was two blocks. Yeah, I think it was two blocks. Of City Hall, feeding the homeless right out on the uh, the front steps. The the bureaucrats passed some kind of law about that. So I actually got Sean, who's on the line here in Florida. Sean, uh, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, Ian, it's Sean. Um, is it John or Sean? It, it's John. Oh, hey, John. I apologize. I hey. They misspelled your no name. Problem. Go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, first of all, let me. I just need to take my hats off to all the guys in D.C., uh, Jason Talley and Adam Koch, 
everybody else involved with that. That is an absolute win for civil disobedience. Uh, if, if people keep showing up and keep doing this, there's absolutely no way the police can, can do anything without absolutely uh, losing all their credibility. So I just want to uh, encourage everybody and uh, to go out there on Saturday and, and take care of that. Mm-hmm. But um, what I wanted to discuss was um, a sort of an update on the homeless feeding ordinance here in Orlando. There's an ordinance that you're not allowed to feed homeless people on public property within a two-mile radius of City Hall. Oh, two miles. Okay. Well, who, who measures that? Well, uh, I don't know who measures of it, but two miles from City Hall. So it's not too too hard of a calculation to do, I guess. Yeah. But um, it, it's pretty much meant to encompass all the parks in downtown Orlando, where generally churches and different nonprofits and organizations go out and feed the homeless. And um, so they passed an ordinance a number of years ago. It's been back and forth through legal, legal battles. So it's been you know sort of semi-legal to illegal, depending on what time we were down here, but they, the, I think it's the ninth district court in Georgia just passed a, a ruling uh, about a month ago saying that, yes, uh, we, you know, the city can enforce this. They can arrest people for really? going out there and feeding homeless people. Um, and they actually, after I did a homeless feeding in front of city hall, me and some others, uh, about ooh, maybe eight months ago or so, um, they, a few days after the uh, court came down and said, oh, you cannot enforce this until we look at the law again. But they've since then come back with the law and said, yes, we can enforce it. Wow. So t- today I was out at Lake Yola Park where a group called Food Not Bombs, a lot of my friends are in that group, um, they were feeding feeding people as they do every Monday and Wednesday. And uh, out of nowhere, sort of, uh, I think it was six cruisers, a number of uh, unmarked cars on a paddy wagon just showed up. And oh they gosh. grabbed up a bunch of the people. I think they arrested three or four people, and they just left that quickly. They wanted to make sure to do this while there was no media attention because the media has been out there the past couple of weeks right. uh, expecting arrests. Uh, but today it was a little rainy, and it's kind of old news by now. Nobody, the media didn't wow. show up. So I guess as soon as they got word that the media didn't show up, they came down and decided to crack down. Jeez. So I'm actually I got to I got to go bail uh, one of my friends out of bail uh, out of jail here in a few minutes. So how do um, they know? How, is it just illegal to feed anybody? How do they know if the people that are being fed are right. homeless? I mean, I, right. you well, just the, can't make sandwiches and give them to people, right? The ordinance states that it's illegal to uh, feed uh, groups, people in groups of 25 or more. So ah. it doesn't matter if they're homeless or whatever it is. Right. But it's, it's obviously targeted at these groups that, right. that feed the homeless. I mean, are they going to go after a birthday to... party? Because I don't right. know how many times I've been in a public park and seen kids having birthday parties there with well over, you know, 20, 25 uh, youngins. Right. Well, I, I, I guess the birthday parties don't so offend the, the bureaucrats uh-huh. and that they don't want you within a two-mile radius of their, their, their palace there. That might be fun no. to do. Make sure your noisemakers don't get too loud. It might be fun. Sometimes it's fun to just call the police with a, with a report of a crime like that happening. Like here in New Hampshire, it's, uh, it's illegal on Sundays, from what I understand, to actually play some sort of a sporting event. So if you, uh, for instance, were to call the, you could call the police and say, yeah, there's some uh, ruffians out here at the uh, local baseball field. They are flagrantly violating this law. I mean, this is the law we're talking about. They're flagrantly violating this law against uh, people having fun on Sundays. And you need to send an officer down here right away to handle this. I'd maybe, only do it if there's a police athletic league. Maybe we could do that uh, on a little birthday party at one of the, uh, the parks and see what the police do in that case. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great idea. I'm, I'm a big lover of civil disobedience. Uh, you know, I was there today uh, sort of with my cop watch hat on to, to make sure I was able to film all the all the arrests that took place, if any took 
days. Unfortunately, my camera, uh, I, I messed up and hit the wrong button. It didn't record anything. Oh, I got a little man. bit of video on quick. Um, and I had the quick going just for my protection because, uh, as you all know, the cops can come up with any type of crap to charge you with and steal your camera. So was there anybody so, else uh, there with a video camera? There, there was somebody else there with a video camera, so the video will be coming out of, the, okay, of this uh, at some point. Uh, unfortunate that mine didn't work, but um, yeah, I think it's just completely outrageous, completely out of line. The way Absolutely. they just swarmed in, these people and stormed away. Um, they were they were at the scene for less than five minutes. It was yeah, that they, quick. They just swooped in and 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 yeah. stole these people away. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Round them up. Exactly. So. But um, anyway, so they're planning to do it again on Monday, wow. as usual. They do it every Monday and, and Wednesday, and I will be there, and I'll make sure my camera's working on Monday and uh, see, see if they, they pull this crap again. Um, Incredible, you know, when, John. When Thanks. Thanks for the update on this. I'm sorry to hear that because you had so many great victories. I mean, feeding the homeless right out on the front steps of City Hall. They didn't even touch you. And apparently this court decision came down saying, yeah, go ahead, arrest them. Now they uh, they feel like they've got the justification they need, I suppose, to... Uh, well, they don't have enough justification to do it while the media is around, though. Yeah. They're, still, they're still skulking cowards, slipping in and, and uh, you know, trying to, to avoid the ever-watchful eye of the... Actually, not even ever-watchful eye of the media. You know, and by the way, it points out uh, John having his camera fail like that points out the value of having multiple cameras around because eh, it's technology. Sometimes things go wrong. Stuff breaks. So it's important to have different humans and sometimes the cops will grab your technology and break it uh, or possibly delete the footage, etc. So having multiple cameras around, having uh, different types of recording like uh, audio and video, audio, uh, stuff that's streaming directly to the internet versus to a, an SD card, etc. Hidden video cameras are also useful. Something to where if the cops steal your camera and delete the footage, they don't know about that watch that you're wearing or the, the pen in your pocket or whatever it might be. The, the pendant that you're wearing around your neck or the sunglasses. sunglasses. Yep. Yeah, the sunglasses, they... they kind of bulky. And, yeah, they're bulky and, you know, they. It's. I just don't wear the sun... I don't wear sunglasses. John, so uh, is there anything else you want to share with us? I know you got to go bail your friend out. Well, no, just on a, on a more uh, happy note, I did uh, finally rent the RV today and we will see you guys at Porkfest. Sweet. Oh, fantastic. You're bringing up a big uh, Orlando crew again? Yeah, we should have a dozen or so people up there, I'd expect. Very nice. We'll see you there yeah. and uh, hopefully you don't fantastic. get put in jail in the meantime for recording the cops <laughs> on Monday. Thanks, and I, I thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate it. John has already uh, facing is already facing felony count of I forget what it was, but for recording the police, basically they're going after him and they're trying to put him in a jail cell for something like six years in Florida because he recorded the police. So, yeah, it's <laughs> welcome to America. I'm, I'm afraid they just don't like cameras. Uh, the law enforcement and government bureaucrats don't like cameras. They welcome. don't want you, the citizen, to see what they're doing. I welcome guess. to America, where you can't dance without government permission, where you can't feed people without government permission, where you can't operate a video camera in a public place. Welcome to the land of the free. I mean, come on. Who really believes this is a free country? Does anybody really believe that propaganda? 1-800-259-9231. Of course, you have to ask yourself, if you're hearing all of this and you're upset by it, what are you going to do about it? What's your plan? 1-800-259-9231. You can share it with us if you got one. I'd love to hear some plans besides get together, join us in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project if you love freedom. That is more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. 
I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. This is Free Talk Live, where you don't need a permit to call in yet. 1-800-259-9231. But give them time. They'll figure that one out, too. It seems like they're trying to tell you how to live your life in every single aspect and putting you in cage uh, in a cage if you don't agree with them. 1-800-259-9231. That's uh, the SACL CAI toll-free line. We invite you to our website at freetalklive.com, where you'll find features free. The bulletin board system is there at bbs.freetalklive.com. Allows you to interact with other Free Talk Live listeners bbs.freetalklive.com libertymaniacs.com they have the largest online liberty brand featuring the most comprehensive selection of original posters stickers apparel embroidered hats and over 100 different other products from hilarious satire to hard-hitting artistic commentary libertymaniacs.com is devoted to outfitting the liberty movement worldwide with intelligent eye-catching and fashionable gear that expresses your personal dedication to liberty Got a no-hassle money-back guarantee on all products. New products almost every day. LibertyManiacs.com. So the toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. Civil disobedience certainly has been the focus uh, tonight with, uh, of course, the Jefferson memorial arrests that happened over the weekend. And then today, apparently, or no, it wasn't, wasn't today. We said it was Monday's when Was it today or Monday? Anyway, the folks in Orlando, some of them were arrested for feeding the homeless in a public, so-called public park. Once again, just showing that it's not really public or and or the public term is a code word for government. Because if it's public, the theory is that means everybody owns it, so therefore everybody should be able to go to it and enjoy themselves upon it. Because uh, everybody supposedly owns it. But in reality, it's really the governments. The people that call themselves the government. It's really them. They own it. Because they act like they own it. They control it. There are men with guns and cages that will come and put you into a cage and point a gun at you if you don't do as they say, whether that's dancing or handing out sandwiches. I mean, it's just so despicable what these people do. I don't understand how they can look at themselves in the mirror. Well, this is mainly a problem with public property. This is the tragedy of the commons. If a property is owned in common by some, by, you know, a governmental group, then everybody has a a quote unquote right to be there. They have, their taxes are paid. They're part of the, uh, the, the, the public. So they should have the right to do what they want there. That's sort of within reason. And I I would say dancing and handing out food is within reason. However, the problem is that some people would disagree. And I understand why they would disagree. But this property, if it was owned by, say, a civic organization that owned the park, they'd get to make clear rules. And no they- doubt. I, I get what you're saying. Clearly, the issues that we're talking about exist because public property exists, because the concept of public property exists and that there are these conflicts that inevitably come up. However, as you pointed out, it's entirely unreasonable, uh, I think, from most people's perspective to to do the things that they do with this property. So, like, I guess my point is the the public property doesn't have to be so darn tragic. Like, they could just look the other way. They could just let the people feed the damn homeless and get people's bellies full. And they could just let people shimmy a little bit at the Jefferson Memorial and do the twist or whatever it is they do and everything be okay. 
But no, no, it's more important to crack down so the police have an excuse to put people in handcuffs, fill up some jail cells so they have an excuse, the jails, for instance, to get a bigger budget next year. And the police, of course, can, uh, I don't know, make themselves feel like they're doing something. Uh, maybe get a little adrenaline rush after arresting somebody, perhaps. Not that these are the most challenging people to arrest in the world. They're probably very obedient when they're being arrested. Many Likely of them. true. I mean, but there was an instance in Sarasota where the you know some people were where I used to live, where some people were feeding the homeless, and mm-hmm. the, uh, the the accusations from the local neighborhood. The neighborhood was the one that wanted the people not fed in this park, and the accusations from the neighbors is that uh, you'd have homeless people out uh, urinating and defecating in the park, around the park, and uh, you know, in in people's yards and things, uh, stealing things out of people yards and vandalizing things so right, but instead of advocating for the parks to be sold off so they could be privately owned they want violence to be employed well people employed. don't even understand that parks could be owned yeah. by some uh, but because they're like well who would pay for it we well, continue oh, i call your attention to disney world perfect example of, of a privately owned park with private roads that's in very good condition that's well managed and reasonably priced Let's go to you and your thoughts. Uh, ben is listening in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ben. You're on with Ian, Wayne, and Mark. Ben, in Florida. Hey, guys. Hey, go ahead with your thoughts. Hey, I just had a, a thought about the Jefferson Memorial protests, and yes, maybe this could apply to other protests as well. If, there, if, you're, if protesters are doing something that's going to be filmed, what do you think about wearing, like, a Fija.org T-shirt and getting that, uh, you know, some more exposure as sort of a... Sure. Force multiplier kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's a fine idea. I was arrested in a Liberty on Tour shirt once. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anything else on your mind? I wish I could go, and I wish I had a T-shirt to wear to it, but uh, <laughs> I just that just popped into my head, and I thought I'd see. What you, I, the only thing I'm, I'm kind of torn, you know, is that, would that bring you know bad publicity to some place like Fiji, which which I support, or. Well, Fiji doesn't really seem to be the most uh, interested in civil disobedience necessarily. But whether it's bad publicity or not, I don't know. I don't think that most people are going to look at dancing as a problem. So I, I can't imagine it would in that case. Well, I was just thinking if, if the case, you know, if these guys get arrested and they go to trial and they show their video to the jury, you know, mm-hmm. of these guys with Fiji t-shirts on, I don't know. It seems like it could sort of throw a monkey wrench into things. Well, I've got to say, um, I had my wife watch this this video, the one of uh, the dancing of the dancing, and uh, with Adam Kokesh getting arrested and the whole thing. Um, not the one that had the real good shot of him in the chokehold, just the the body throw thing that the mm-hmm. cop did. And I just wanted to see, well, what do normal people think? Because I know what I think. I, I know what uh, I feel yeah. about civil disobedience. But what does she think? And she just found it outrageous that it's this shocking. is what they're doing. She she thought the dancing was a little weird, but uh, you know, she didn't, I don't think she entirely understood. You know why? Plus, you know these guys. None of these guys are great dancers. But uh, she thought this is crazy. It's stupid. Ben, thanks for the call and the thoughts. Appreciate hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Sacral C A I toll free line one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Here as we continue to take your phone calls about what you want. Let's go to Sean in Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sean. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Sean? What's on your mind? We're doing a radio show. Uh, anyway, I was wondering, how did America become East Germany in the first place? And, I mean, East B, even back in the 90s, people were happier. Now people are text, texting, and there's no joy in the, in, in the world anymore, you know? I'm sorry. It's hard to follow you. You're kind of uh, spitting out the words a little fast. Uh, I'm from the South, uh, so maybe no, sorry. slow down a little I, bit. 
Uh, sorry, I have a very bad cell phone connection. How did America become Nazi Germany in the first place? What happened to our rights? I mean, well, uh, people people just allowed them to be violated uh, year after year with ordinance after ordinance after regulation after regulation, and you know, before uh, you know it, you are essentially completely controlled from top to bottom. Not me. No, no, no. I mean, and my ultimate question is. Um, Let's say Rex 84 happens tomorrow. What do we do? Let's say what happens tomorrow? Um, what do we do if Rex 84 as, um, happens Rex tomorrow? 80, I'm question. sorry, is anyone else understanding? Rex 84? Rex 84, Rex 84. What happens if Rex 84 happens tomorrow? What is that? What I have no idea what Rex 84 is. You don't know. It's, a, oh, it's, a, it's, um, it's, a, it's basically a bill that suspends the Constitution. All Obama has to do is declare a state of domestic national emergency. Rex 84. Yeah, in fact, there was, when Ali North was being questioned back in the 80s during the Iran-Contra hearings, he made some reference to it. And uh, evidently, it was 1984, it was some law or something that was passed that basically called for suspending the Constitution and creating detention camps and all that stuff. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. Uh, the Constitution clearly doesn't apply, so I don't think it would be any really that much different. They yeah, do whatever they want. Constitution's basically been been uh, sub- subjugated at this point. Yeah, t- yeah ask Bradley subverted. Manning if the uh, Constitution is in effect. More coming up here, 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll-free, bring up anything you want, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Listening options are there. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com, get tuned into our broadband stream or dial-up stream, and you'll be able to listen to the latest episode of the show around the clock, 24-7. It is always streaming there for you, plus a list of the radio stations that air this program. We've got about 100 stations across the country, at least 100, although I still haven't gotten a chance to update the list. I've been just swamped <laughs> dealing with adding all these new stations. And we had this TV guy here today uh, in Keene from Canal Plus in France, which is Channel Plus, I guess, and it's okay. a very... Uh, it's a very big deal, from what I understand. It's a big channel all across France. He was here today. Of course, that took up a bunch of my time. So I swear I'll get the affiliates list updated. Nobody wants to hear point. your excuses, man. I understand. So uh, that was a worthwhile go, diversion. Yeah, wah, you, can go, wah, wah. you can go to listen.freetalklive.com and get a decently uh, almost complete list. Uh, the satellite providers as well, like XM Satellite Radio, we're on two channels there, plus our free-to-air satellite channel. And the webcam and listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone and listen via your long-distance connection. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. Spend less time smoking pot, more time doing your job. How's that? What is that supposed to mean, Mark? Well, what do you, what do you think? I mean, here's you've got this uh, affiliate list. It's we had to go out. and smoke pot in the park for the guy 
from France. I mean, had to do it. Yeah, he wanted to see a 420 celebration, so we threw one for him. <laughs> there probably wouldn't have been one today had he not uh, requested it. It wasn't a particularly beautiful day out. That's true. Yeah, there was actually hail that was almost the size of golf balls earlier, but people went out anyway to the uh, the park today in Keene, New Hampshire, and they had a decent, I would say, decently sized 420. What would you say, Mark? About 15 people there? 15? I'd say that, yeah. Maybe a little more than that. I did not come for the festivities. I, I came to the uh, media. talk sure. to the, the, sure. the, 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 the fellow there, and I didn't actually see any pot smoking going on. It may have been You did done. arrive fairly late compared yeah. to the, uh, the actual 420. I appreciate you guys putting away your joints for when I arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you smell it from, or do you get high from smelling it? No, I just, uh, you know, whatever these people in their 420 thing. So, yeah, we had a nice little successful 420 today for the gentleman from uh, from New, uh, from France. And he's actually going to be here tomorrow uh, as well because you're going to court, Mark. You're going to be going to court in Newport, New Hampshire, uh, and that is going to be a speeding ticket trial. You, as I understand it, are refusing to pay the fine. So regardless of how the trial comes out, maybe you'll be found not guilty. Who knows? Uh, but uh, if you are found guilty, you will not be paying the fine, and you'll be asking to immediately put, be put into a cage at that time. Well, I don't know if uh, immediate it's, – it's one of my ideas. I'm, I'm going to see what my options are, but I'm not going to give them a check um, if, I, if I can avoid it. If they say they're going to suspend my license or something mm-hmm. like that – uh, you know, I really if you don't, don't pay up, yeah, I don't really have an option. My checkbook will be in my pocket in I case see. they uh, they have some kind of system. Yeah, if I can't drive forever and the rest of my life yeah. because I don't want to pay this seventy seven dollar ticket, that doesn't seem too likely, right? I don't know. On a speeding ticket? I don't know. I've never gone to jail for a speeding ticket before, but I would like to give these people as little <laughs> money as I possibly can. So we'll let you know what happens uh, tomorrow night, whether Mark is here or not. I'll certainly pull you in. I'm not going to do any kind of hunger strike or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I I probably wouldn't last for a week. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one reserves for it yeah, exactly. Uh, so of course you can bring up anything you want. We just had a gentleman on the line here, and we'll, he was talking about this Rex eighty four, which apparently did a little bit of digging uh, a moment ago. And uh, Rex eighty four was some sort of a plan they had that it's a scenario and drill developed by the U S federal government to suspend the U S Constitution, declare martial law place military commanders in charge of state and local governments, and detain large numbers of American citizens deemed to be national security threats. Now, some would say that uh, the country's already been in a state of emergency for many, many decades, mm-hmm. and when the country's in a state of emergency, that means the Constitution's been suspended anyway. So what does it matter? It, it doesn't matter if they've gone through some sort of political rigmarole in order to suspend the constitution versus them just doing whatever the flip it is they want to do and in essence suspending the constitution by default simply because they're not following it so what does it matter how they go about it well they could suspend it and not tell anybody but just not just disregard it like they're doing yeah well yeah. what maybe it's suspended now maybe it's not does it really matter when all is said and done, whether right. it's if been suspended a, or not. If you've got a contract and people aren't abiding by the rules of the contract, it doesn't matter whether the contract's been suspended or not. There's no real contract because it's not effectively involved. And in this case, there is no contract because, well, it, it, you're not talking about two equal parties. You've got the government and the people, and the people will do what the government say, or the government will throw them in jail, at least individually. If enough people stood up and did something about it, then something would happen. But Well, that sure would be nice if we had enough people to stand up. That's kind of part of the idea of bringing people together here in New Hampshire so we can have the numbers that it takes to actually achieve liberty in our lifetime rather than just having a few civil disobedient folks get picked off by the cops here and there, as we're seeing happen you know, across I, the country. I was reading on, I think it was our Facebook or some email I got or something, some guy critiquing Free Talk Live, that we don't give any suggestions. What? 
Yeah, I mean, I, it makes no sense to me at all. Every night we talk about the Free State Project. Maybe, maybe he doesn't see that as a suggestion. Our suggestion for solving the problems that we have here in the United States as far as a lack of freedom is getting together in one state yeah. with a bunch of other people that believe the same thing. Like the Mormons. Let's go to, uh, without necessarily a religious component, though some people in the Free State Project are very religious folks. Wayne, you're kind of a Catholic. Right. No, I was raised Catholic, but I would say now that I, I, I don't believe in organized religion, although I do believe in, in the great spirit, I see. the creator, but I, I'm not into all. So the you don't do the dogma. rosary beads or the. No, not since Marys. I was about nine years old. Let's continue here. Uh, your calls, your thoughts. Richard in Ohio, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Richard. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Great. What's on your mind tonight, Richard? I just wanted to uh, talk about the dance party a little bit. Uh, this is. Uh, yeah, this is. I think this is really uh, an awesome lesson in the power of alternative media. Um, mm. I mean, the 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 amount of outlaw of uh, outlets out there that have been utilized that I'm finding on the web is just it's amazing and how how much integration is going on. Um, so I want to give you guys some props and shout outs. I just I found out I found out about you guys from Eddie. Eddie was getting ready to go on and he told me about it. So so now I'm hip. I love what you guys are doing. I spent Thanks. some time in radio for a few years. So. So this is pretty cool. I want, I want to let the listeners know uh, just the scope of this. You were talking about the effectiveness of dancing and, and how, how effective a tool this is uh, in this movement. Um, Atlanta, New York City, Venice, California, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Columbus, Ohio, Phoenix, Arizona, Austin, Texas. Norway has picked up on this. People in Greece have said that they will be dancing. Mm-hmm. France, London. Cleveland, Ohio, San Diego, California. Where are you getting this Dallas. list from? I'm, I'm, I basically, I've been scouring. I've, I've been about, tw- <laughs> I've been paying attention to all the Facebook pages uh, mm. for the last few days, ever since the arrests happened and the individuals flooded the line at the, the lines at the Anacostia precinct. Um, and so I've just basically done. I've basically gone over the dance party pages. Um, there's the, uh, the one for, uh, for Washington, D.C., and then there's also a global dance party page, and these are just mm. popping up left and right. Um, Very cool. People are just inviting folks to, uh, to these events. Uh, folks in the United Kingdom, Sacramento, California, um, this thing may be a little bit bigger than individuals realize yeah. at this point. It's a great issue. Is- I really think it's a it's an ideal issue to do civil disobedience, and I think that the people that are showing up in D.C. are heroic for doing so, especially if, if Adam Kokesh or Ed or any of those other guys are actually going to do it a second time. That's a really brave thing to do. I would say it's completely unnecessary as well. Um, I think we need them in organizational roles would be my opinion, but yeah. uh, if, if they want to do it, that they want to do it. But um, I wouldn't blame them for wanting to because I, I have that same feeling sometimes. It's like you don't want the man to, uh, you know, to get you down, but on the other hand, if you don't do it smart, uh, they could really come after you and put you in a, in a cage well, for a well, long time. I've identified four options here for the police, and of course there may be more. Um, one is is that they preemptively shut down the memorial. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're going to want to do that because that would be a victory for the movement anyhow. Second off, they could shut people off. They could have it open and form a blockade around it. Um, all of this is going to be on camera, though, so they probably don't want to do that. Third is the fact that... Um, they may let people in and then do something crazy, but they don't want to do that. And the fourth being that they may just let the individual stand and try to downplay it as individuals who are simply uh, overreacting. So 
either way, it's all win, 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 win. It's always win um, uh, when you do peaceful civil disobedience. Yeah, when you do peaceful civil disobedience, it's always a win. As, as long as they the don't call. shoot you. We're coming up. Free talk live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Morsels, helping you create special moments and memories your family will cherish forever. Visit us at tollhouse.com. You may bake for birthdays and holidays, but why stop there? Sweeten up the rest of the year by designating monthly dessert days. Treat your family to one of their favorites or surprise them with something new. Either way, you'll create a tradition everyone will love. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. Hey, you like the show? You want to help support Free Talk Live? Become an amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. There are a number of little features that you'll get, little perks. Uh, As a result of being Free Talk Live amplifier, you get access to the amp-only call-in lines. You get the amp-only forum, the amp-only podcast, and more. Most importantly, the $3 a month is actually reinvested into the show. So it's not going to paychecks. It's actually going out and being used to advertise Free Talk Live, to promote Free Talk Live uh, to uh, radio stations around the country to bring more internet listeners on board with stuff like Google uh, AdWords advertising and such, uh, Facebook advertising as well. So you can go and help Free Talk Live reach more ears by becoming an amplifier and get some perks over at amp.freetalklive.com. Once again, that's amp. Ruger has some exciting new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, has numerous, numerous safety, safety features, uh, three-dot sight Why am I stumbling here? Three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own, made in America and made for you, Ruger.com. Toll-free number, 800-259-9231. Of course, you can bring up anything here. There's lots to discuss. You may uh, take control of the airways. Here is an email. I guess not really an email. Excuse me. It's a comment on the news that apparently, the remember the case in Seattle where the guy had a, a blade and he was whittling? Yeah, like was, a little pocket knife. Yeah, it was downtown Seattle pretty deaf much. Deaf guy with some... Uh, partially deaf. Parfully, partially deaf guy with uh, some headphones in his ears right. uh, playing what loud music and some cop uh, orders him to stop or, and throw down the knife and he Yeah, the cop jumps out of his car, starts shouting at this man. This guy can't even hear the cop uh, because of his deafness and the iPod being in his ears. So the iPod headphones. Uh, and so he doesn't know what that he's being shouted at. The cop presumes the guy's hearing every single word. And so then the cop just decides to blast him. Smokes him. I mean, right there on screen, you can see the amount of time it takes for the cop to seconds. get out of his car. And yeah, it's seconds. It's mm-hmm. seconds between, uh, you know, getting out of his car, giving the order and shooting this guy. So the news, according to JonathanTurley.org, being reported over at Reddit.com, is that the Seattle, city of Seattle has paid $1.5 million to the family of the hearing-impaired woodcarver shot and killed by the police. And that can never bring him back. The no, dash, it can't. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, and now the taxpayers, this is, They're on the hook. This, is how, uh, this is how the injustice occurs. Now, you've got this guy who what was unemployed, right? Um, I don't know. Wandering around, uh, you know, whittling, and you've got some cop who's so ready to pull a trigger on somebody, some kill-crazy cop that just, you know, smokes this dude, and who has to pay for it? The, the taxpayer, somebody who's right. never involved. 
yeah, the uh, cop in this case has not had any charges brought uh, against him. Mm. So it's the insane. cop gets away with murder, and the taxpayers have to foot the bill. And of course, we're right back to the discussion we were at before is, well, what do you do about this? Because as a taxpayer, there's not much you can do. I mean, I just got my property tax bill for $3,000 for six months uh, up here. It's just crazy. And if Your I, town's one of the worst. In, you, you live in Keene. And yeah, it's one if of the I worst decide not to pay, then three years from now, they very well could take my house from me. They could take my family and I and kick me out, uh, you know, kick us out into the streets because they are in control. And we're at a point where they can do whatever it is they want to. They can murder people. They can hurt people. They can throw people in cages who are completely peaceful. And they keep getting paid. There's no market mechanism here beyond the occasional complaint that is registered with the police, which, of course, they completely ignore because they don't care what you think. Most of them, many of them don't care. So you can complain all you want. But as long as you keep having to pay the people that are giving you bad service. It's like you're forced to be in the same restaurant where you watch the chef spit and uh, take a, you know, urinate into your food, and this is the only food that you can eat because you can't go anywhere else. These are the only people that will, will give you life-sustaining uh, sustenance. Well, well, actually, the, other people will provide whatever services you're looking for. It's just that the government will drive them out of business at the threat of their life. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's they're your only choice. You, yeah. you cannot they, they choose make themselves otherwise. Your only choice. But they you know what's funny is there's a lot of people who might you might call on the left <clears throat> who will always rail about monopolies and these evil businessmen, mm-hmm. but yet they don't understand that that the government that they glorify is a monopoly and that you have no other choice. It's yeah, a it's, coer- it's a coercive monopoly. It's not even a voluntary monopoly. You know, if Microsoft has 95 percent of the market with operating systems, so what? Somebody else can compete with them any time. Yeah, thankfully, because we haven't had the government regulate software yet to the point where you have to go through some sort of government approval board before you can release your next operating system. And, and can you imagine what that would be like? I mean, we'd still be using Windows 95 or something like that. Or maybe Windows maybe DOS. 3.1. Three, yeah. But, but, the, but the point whoa, is... Whoa, whoa, we can't be having this graphical whoa, user what interface. This? What is all these uh, graphics? We It'll need drive to drive the kids crazy. Right. Exactly. But, but you see, at least with Microsoft, you know, if you don't like their product, you can buy another one. And so a, f- a few other companies have decided that there was a niche for them to compete with Microsoft and they could do it. And Microsoft was never one to really heavily lobby the federal government for uh, laws in their favor. Yep. And at now least we, at the time. Now <laughs> you least, get a yeah, they have more lobbyists now, but during the 90s, they had none. They've learned their lesson. The police murder people. They get away with it. The cops keep their jobs. In many cases, they get a paid vacation while they're being so-called investigated. You can see in D.C., the, uh, the cops always say this. Okay, we're investigating this. We take this. We take these complaints very seriously. We are investigating the situation, blah, blah, blah. And then weeks later, the news media drops the issue. Nobody ever asks the cops, hey, what happened with that investigation? And if they ever do ask the cops that question, the answer is, well, we found out that the uh, officers in the situation were completely fine. Everything's okay. They were by the book. A-okay. No uh, more questions. Nothing more to see here. Thank you very much. Goodbye. No problem. Go back to your television citizen. And the whole time, people, in many cases, are rightfully outraged. Look at the the response pouring out regarding the D.C. arrests. But in most cases, people don't know what they can do. At least in D.C., they know they can go dance. They know that it's not hard to join this particular protest. So I hope we see a lot of people do that this coming weekend. But every one of those dancers, most all of them, are paying, in some form or another, paying the government some kind of tax. And they're likely going to continue doing that. Whether it's because they believe in the system or they believe that something might change if they just complain enough about it or they just believe there's nothing that they can do. 
there are all kinds of excuses as to why you continue on paying taxes. I do it because it's it's fear. Plain and simple. Right. It's, it's you know fear of the consequences that uh, I, I don't pay property taxes for any other reason. There are certainly some services that I would prefer to get from my town. I would you know I don't mind paying. I'm happy for the, to pay for services. You know, the fire protection or whatever. But why would I want to pay for their government school? I'm not going to send my kid to their government school. And I don't want to pay to put peaceful people in uh, in cages or that, in handcuffs. Not much of that's going on in my town. Um, I can guarantee you that uh, people are probably being pulled over on the, you know, the, the main drag that goes through there. Not by my town cops. I mean, there are no cops in your town. I understand that. But there are state police, and you are paying for that. I paid, yeah, you're paying but, for the state police all across the state and uh, the federal government as well, uh, all of the oppression that these people enact upon people. And at some point, something needs to change. And I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know when people are going to you know, be, they're going to reach their breaking point. But unfortunately, if they reach their breaking point and they feel all alone, they might lash out like a cornered dog, you know, like a cornered rabid animal. They might you know, lash out and harm these government people. And I don't think that's the solution at all. I think that we need to remain as peaceful as we can possibly be and yet be as non-cooperative and as disobedient as possible as well. But you've got to have people together. If, for instance, this weekend, if it's the same five people that show up in Washington, D.C. and dance, it's not going to be a success in the long run. They have to have growth. There has to be 50 people or 25 or 100 people. There have to be more people this weekend than there were last weekend. And then if they keep cracking down, because if there are enough people, they're not going to do anything with That's the news true. media and enough if, people if around. They, they've got 3,000 people that claim they're going to come, 2,500 people that claim they're going to come. If 750 people come to dance in the De- Jefferson Memorial, those cops aren't going to do anything. Yeah, exactly right. They may try to target some of the leaders or whatever. That's or always- the bad dancers. <sighs> They're not going to do anything. (laughs) But it's all about the numbers. It's all about getting people together who are willing to do something. And I don't care what that is, whether it's getting involved in politics, whether it's doing civil disobedience and non-cooperation, doing outreach, creating media. It's getting people together that makes the difference. 1-800-259-9231. I'll tell you a story about the cops here in a moment. Uh, Let's go first, though, to Bill in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. Hello, Bill. Hey, thank you for taking my call so promptly. No problem, Bill. Go ahead um, with your thoughts. You guys must have a higher rate than we do here in Indianapolis. Um, we're, we're at about 1%. So if you're paying 6000 a year on your property taxes, um, if you're paying that much, you could probably live in a $600,000 house here. I don't know what your house is. I wouldn't ask you if it's none of my business. It's about, two, like it's about 200 yeah, The tax <laughs> structure is different here in New Hampshire because there's no state income tax. There's no sales tax. So okay. a portion of your property taxes go to the county, a portion go to the state, and a portion go to your local town. Okay, then you're, hey, don't feel so bad. Then you're probably coming out ahead overall. Uh, oh, lower. Yeah. From what I understand, on average, I think yeah. New Hampshire is the lowest tax burden of all the 50 states. It's, it's certainly in the, the lowest for tax burden of uh, for individuals. For, for businesses, it's, it's about middle of the road. But for me, I actually pay more in taxes here because I never really bought very much down in Florida and my property taxes were lower. But it's, it's all about being in the Liberty community. We'll bring it back. I know you had something else you want to talk about. More coming up. Free Talk Live R3 next. You know the Constitution like the back of your hand. You've read books, listened to podcasts, attended lectures, surfed websites, and watched videos. You've made liberty your life's goal, but something seems to be missing. Stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait... 
There's more. You can buy Liberty Snickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to libertystickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. Libertystickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching here into the third hour of the program. You may dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you this evening, it's Ian. And Wayne. And Mark. All right, so uh, you can enjoy the features and other talk show hosts want to charge you for their sites, so go and take ours for free, freetalklive.com. We'll go right back into your phone calls about what you want. We'll talk to Bill listening in Indianapolis to WXNT. Bill, you still with us? Yes, I'm here. All right, go ahead with your thoughts. Well, I really didn't have a whole lot more. I just wanted, I didn't want to drop off and be rude or anything. And I just want to thank you very much um, for being there six nights a week now instead of just once a week on Saturday nights. I really appreciate well, it. Well, we've always been there six nights a week, but uh, WXNT has recently added, as of the last few months, uh, our weeknight program, which I, of course, am very pleased with. And thank them. I think, yeah, you should give uh, you should give the station a call and talk to uh, the program director there, Scott, and let him know that uh, that you appreciate the ability to listen to Free Talk Live. There's only one more thing they need to do, and that's take our first hour of the show during weeknights. <laughs> yeah, we've, so. only, we've only got two out of three, but yeah. we're that's a lot better than just three three hours a week. Moving in the right direction. There's hey, no thank, doubt about that. Thank so, you very much. Hey, thanks for the call, Bill. I appreciate hearing from you. And that's what the show does. I mean, we get on a station on Saturday nights, and that's kind of our foot in the door. It's always been it's the plan. Yeah, right. That's always been my intention is to give radio stations something to put on their air on Saturday nights because. For whatever reason, the big syndicates don't want to put any live content on on the weekends for the most part. Uh, a lot of times they'll, they're, they're forced to take, uh, if they want to take, say, one of the big names, they're forced to take their, their best of show on That's, the weekend. Right. That's what they call a rerun. Yeah. yeah, they take an hour or two or three or whatever from the week, and then they run it again, and they just slap on the title "Best of" uh, from the last week. Everybody knows it's a rerun. <laughs> And you know, in the old the, in the old days, I, I think is it because of competition from from other things like to television on the weekends and and other uh, forms of media. Where what is is what because of that competition? Well, yeah, well, the fact that they don't have a lot going on on the weekends, and but they're not competing. I mean, they're not even bothering, right? right? They're not trying to compete, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know what their excuse is. I think it's just well, probably laziness. I th- well, I don't know. Um, I think that largely talk radio falls off a cliff on the weekend because the talk radio stations don't have sort of what their um, what their format is to provide during the week. There aren't that many open lines, current events, shows that are produced for the weekend. But so, why not? Well, is that, ta- is that the talk radio station's fault? That they don't have somebody who's for that because the marketplace has become monopolized by a few large syndicates. It's not their fault. I mean, you know, they've they put on these garden shows or these home improvement shows. Uh, some people want to hear them. Some people don't. But they're a mm-hmm. deviation from the normal format, which is 
if most talk radio stations Monday through Friday from mm-hmm. 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. have a format where people talk about issues and, and current events and politics and things like that. And then on the weekend, they talk about gardens and uh, they'll do reruns and baseball and you know sports and stuff so it makes it, it it's it, all so, over the map on the weekends i mean no doubt but there's no reason why there can't be both locally produced uh, talk shows that are live on the weekends and or syndicated uh, talk shows like ours that are live on the weekends there's no reason why it i think can't that be a ta- done. i think a talk radio station will probably see larger market share if they uh, if they continue to stick to format um it doesn't make any sense that the oldie station would play country music on the weekend it doesn't make any sense that talk radio would uh, then switch to some other sometimes they do play music different on the type of talk on the weekend right right so again the question still stands as to why they don't do it why they do not provide live caller oriented issues oriented talk and you know and there's some of it there is some of it out there i think the clear channel or premiere has uh, the weekend show that they do and there there are a handful of shows there's n- literally nothing on to compete with free talk live on saturday night in our time not, slot yeah. not that i have a problem with that yeah right <laughs> it's kind of nice but it's a sad statement and I think the, I think it's just got to be laziness. I mean, come on. How expensive is it to produce one more show? I mean, if you're already running a network all week long, what's the big deal in doing a Saturday If you have show? a studio, likely on the weekend, you can get somebody to come in for virtually free, if not mm-hmm. free, to do a show. And if that person provides a good show, then you have a local, you have a local show. Give them the opportunity to sell ads and take a percentage off of it. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Anyway, I can start. You know, I can ask questions all day and all night as to why some people do things a certain way in this business, but it doesn't matter because we're doing what we think is is appropriate. Doing our best, taking your phone calls about what you want. Ladies first. We go to Sheila, listening in Maine to WEGP up in Presque Isle. Hello, Sheila. Hi. How are you this hey, evening? Great, Sheila. What's on your mind tonight? I was listening to the first hour of your program. Mm-hmm. And um, this is not a joke, is it, in Raleigh? If you cut a, a twig off a tree, <laughs> that you're tr- this is a joke, no, right? No, no. Uh, it was coming from a legitimate news source in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. And they, they were fining, for those just tuning in, they were fining a church $100 per branch to a total of $4,000 in this particular instance. Fining them $4,000 for what they call excessive pruning of at least one tree maybe more than one unbelievable this is the united states is getting uh, almost as bad as russia you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, when I was a kid, and you know, riding around in my mom's uh, 1971 Cutlass with a cabrio top, and I asked, "What, mommy? What's wrong with those Russian people?" You know, as in, mm-hmm. like you know, a four or five year old wouldn't really know what was bad about those right. folks. Yeah. You know, she said, "Well, there they make children snitch on their, uh, you know, tell tell on their parents, and right. you know, there are school programs where kids." Can t- you know tell on their parents to the dare officer for smoking pot? Don't worry, kids will will help your parents out. There are programs where kids can uh, walk down, you know, walking home from school can report neighbors with their grass too high. It's insane. Oh. Uh, I know one thing. I, I I don't think I would ever want to uh, go to Raleigh, and you know where I live in Maine. I just cut down some some um, shrubs. And I probably, if I was in Raleigh, would have been fined probably about $10,000. So this $4,000 is going to the government. Sure I'd is. I'd like to know 
I'd like to know whose pocket it's going in. Uh, <laughs> probably the the bureaucracy that collects it will probably go to their bottom line. And uh, thank you, Sheila, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 1-800-259-9231. fines for paychecks and that kind of thing. They just kind of grow their bureaucracy. That way, they're, uh, you know, the head bureaucrat gets more as his uh, department grows. This is Charlotte. Is that the same as Raleigh? Is that in your I don't Raleigh? know. I think she kept saying Raleigh, yeah. and you kept saying Charlotte. I okay. don't know. I don't know what the ge- geography is of uh, all of North Carolina, but... Anyway, What's yeah, it's just awful what? news. And uh, it's not uncommon, though. Please don't think for a moment that just because it happened, it happened in Charlotte, but it won't happen here. Well, <laughs> just give them time. Maybe you are right, and you live in an area where you're not as heavily regulated as, uh, for instance, some other places like Longboat Key, Florida, where, Mark, I think you're aware of people who have to actually uh, beg for permits in order to paint the inside of their house. I've heard that, putting down new carpet or flooring. Yeah. Permit time. So... Obviously, some places are better off than others, and in many cases, you'll actually have an increase in freedom by simply moving to New Hampshire uh, because there generally are less regulations. I believe New Hampshire is one of the lowest states as far as the regulated industries or licensed businesses. I couldn't tell you. And coincidentally, it's also consistently rated as one of the healthiest states, one of the highest quality of life states. It's true. So Safest. One of the safest. If your quality of life doesn't include... Ice and snow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, my point being that just because it's happening in Charlotte doesn't mean it won't happen in your area or isn't already. That uh, these code enforcing types are. In, I remember living down in Florida. They had in Sarasota, Florida. They had code enforcer vehicles that would go around looking for people who had these violations. They're just fundraisers, right? Just this piddly little crap where they would uh, cite people for things. And now in other places, like up here in in Keene, New Hampshire, there are code enforcers, but the way they supposedly work is they only operate on complaint. So up here, some busybody neighbor has to complain on you before the code enforcer will come out and enforce. That doesn't mean there aren't stupid codes here, too. There's certainly busybody neighbors. But it does mean that there's less of the nonsense as a result of that. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Coming up, a story about an EMT who made a call to the police uh, after a gang fight, apparently. And he thought that the police were going to help make things better. More coming up. We'll explain what happens. Free Talk Live. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. You may bring up whatever you'd like, 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website. Go to freetalklive.com, enjoy the features there, news updates, get signed up for them, we'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, go to news.freetalklive.com. To get signed up, you can follow the emailed updates. You can do Twitter, Facebook, whichever one works best for you, or more than one. If you'd like, go to news.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI, it's a company that 
helps your business with accounts receivable. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. The principal over there, Jason Osborne, big supporter of Liberty, big supporter of Free Talk Live. So if you can uh, help support him by doing business with SACL CAI, you'll... You won't regret it. SACL, CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. So we mentioned earlier and kind of got off on a a discussion about police abuse and what to do about the fact that the police just get away with murder and then get paid vacations as a result of that. And if some sort of settlement has come to, as was happened in Seattle with the whittler who was shot to death by a cop after four seconds – it took four seconds but before you know, the cop pulled his gun and started blasting this guy from when he David started Nora. yelling at him, essentially. And the man was uh, partially deaf, had iPhone or iPod headphones in, and he didn't even hear a word that was he being said He just executed the student. Right. So the cop, of course, not charged with a crime. The city ends up settling for $1.5 million to the family in this particular case, which seems to be a clear admission that something was wrong, but yet the cop is not in any way held personally responsible for his actions and I believe is still on the police force. So there's another story here uh, that's actually posted as a comment to this story over at Reddit. A few years ago, I lived in a bad neighborhood and witnessed a quasi-gang fight, one gang and one group of college-age kids that may or may not have been a gang. I called the cops, and after it broke up, stepped onto my porch to make sure that there were no pressing injuries. I am EMT-trained. Turns out that the college kids lived just a few blocks down, and one of them had made a cat call at a female in the gang. There were no punches, or excuse me, there were punches, but no weapons, and it seemed to have been peacefully-ish resolved. However, he called the cops. So, eight minutes later, an officer arrives on scene, sirens running. He literally screeches to a halt 30 feet down the road, cutting off a bicyclist. He is immediately out of the car, grabs the cyclist, and starts swearing at him. Where the F are you going? What the F do you think you're doing, you piece of S? Oh, my God. Very unprofessional. (laughs) Takes a second, but all five of us, still waiting for the officer, realize what the confusion must be. The guy on the bike is young, white, and male, and I guess it could be mistaken for one of the descriptions that I phoned in. We start walking over and call out that we were the ones that were involved slash the reporter of the crime. We're met with more profanity. Stay right effing there. Don't move, S-bags. So we don't. <laughs> what? The gentleman on the bike is taking this in much better in, uh, in much better stride than has been expected. He's remained calm despite being face-to-face with the cop swearing at him. Call it right, an S-bag. And being manhandled. He repeatedly asks what he's done wrong and if he's under arrest. Each time he's told that he isn't. He then asks if he's free to go. He's told that he isn't. Finally, after a good 90 seconds being pushed, shoved, and hit by the officer, he responds with, You know, F you, man. Immediately, the officer takes a swing at his face and tackles him football-style backwards. In the process, his head hits the curb and he starts convulsing. I hand my phone, which has been recording video for the past 60 seconds, to one of the others and start forward, calling out that I'm a trained medical responder and the officer needs to let the man up for medical aid. At about 15 feet from him, the officer finally acknowledges me and asks me, What'd you say, S-head? I repeat, he needs immediate medical attention. You need to let him up. The officer pulls his sidearm on me, hesitates, and tells me to get on the ground. Unexpected, but I comply. As soon as I'm down, he radios an officer in distress. It goes downhill after that. 
As the second patrol car shows on scene, I'm placed in cuffs by the first officer. In the process, my head is picked up and slammed into the ground several times, slicing my face up. Myself and four others who were basically attacked by a gang are all arrested and charged with disturbing the peace, inciting a riot, resisting arrest. I'm charged with assault on a police officer, assault with a deadly weapon, battery, yada, yada, yada. He wrote that in there. The biker is taken to a hospital. The cell phone that was recording the incident is taken out of the pocket of the guy I gave it to, along with several others, and left on the ground. When I get my phone call, I include instructions to retrieve it. Each one has been run over several times with a car. The cell phones? Hmm. Yeah, how'd that happen? Hmm. Sure, it's just a coincidence. It wouldn't have been the cops that would have done that. I go to jail. Being unable to scrounge up $100,000 or 10000 for a bondsman, I stay in jail. The trial lasts a long time. The first officer lies on the stand. Additional officers who arrived on scene later lie on the stand. The dash cam from the first car, which had a clear shot of the entire incident, had... Mechanical problems. Technical difficulties. And no video was recovered from it. Despite legal requests, making eyewitness accounts the only available evidence... The other folks in question are told that if they testify that I was threatening the officer, that all of their charges will be dropped. I got the impression that my public defender didn't really believe my account, but he was professional enough to go with it. How'd I get off? If what I assume had to have been a Hail Mary, my PD was having the officer walk through the event in front of a jury. When the narrative reached the point of me getting my Miranda, the PD interrupted, it's public defender, and asked which... And asked which had the officer pulled the cheat card out with. I think hand, hand is what he means. Uh, since he was still trained on me and had the cuffs in hand, the officer said he recited them by memory. When asked to recite them there, he was unable to correctly do so, which rendered his testimony unfit and got me off with an anger management class rather than hard time. Holy mackerel. Mm. I Holy fully, mackerel. I fully wow. expected to be shot when the officer pulled his gun. So that's what you get for calling the cops. Guy thought he was doing the right thing. He thought that, oh, there's a fight going on out in front of my house, so I'll call the one police protection squad I have access to. I will call the violent monopoly and hope, cross my fingers, and hope that they come in here and try not to escalate the situation. Which is, of course, exactly what they did. Rather than ascertain what was going on by calmly asking questions of the call, obviously calm people that were on the scene at that time, they come in with almost guns ablazing. Certainly with their fists ablazing and their attitudes. That's nuts. It's nuts. It's a crazy story. Is I don't doubt it for a second. Or these, these cases like this seem to be greatly increasing in the past few years. Maybe it's just because we get to hear about it now. Maybe it's because well, you can, anybody yeah, can post just, this. We, com- we this is a this. comment on... On a website. This, this isn't an official news story. Not even a, a news story. Ian, I remember when we started this show it, it, doing the nationally syndicated thing in 2004, and we would sit there sometimes over our computers and say to each other, you know, there's just no Liberty News today. But news travels differently never, today than it did back in 2004. It's it's social media now. It's much, more blogs right, and comments on blogs. and Exactly right. Let's go to you and your thoughts. You can bring up anything. Jeff is in Oregon. Jeff, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you know, I just want to make one uh, couple of comments. The first one, sure. um, you know, I have a four-year-old daughter, and she likes to watch cartoons. And in those cartoons, there are some characters who like to dance. Well, she imitates those characters. So she go, we go to the shopping mall, and she dances. You know, wherever. So what would happen if I took her to the uh, Jefferson Memorial and she started dancing? I love you know, the idea of having kids participate the cops in activism. Arrest you. 
Yeah, I love the idea of doing that. If you want to stick with us, we can talk about kids and activism here in a moment. I think that I think that involving kids in activism can be incredibly powerful, but at the same time also involves risk. Yeah, a lot of people because, call it a child abuse. Because people right, because people don't want their kids to get taken from them. Uh, more coming up here. You can take control of the airways and you are dealing with a violent monopoly and they very well could do that. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in. Toll free. Bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features there totally free, so enjoy those, including the Shrine of Female listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com. You can see what I mean. And if you're a lady listener, get details on being part of the Shrine. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Are you tired of watching the value of the dollar plummet? Are you tired of banks charging you fees? Do you want to take back control of your own money? Take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency. It's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to only be growing with time. I've been getting more Bitcoins because I... I see their value going up at the very least as a commodity, and more and more places are taking them. You, you can go to weusecoins.org in order to find out more. It's weusecoins.org. All right, we continue with your phone calls. Jeff, I believe, is still with us in Oregon. Jeff, are you there, sir? Yes, I am. All right, go ahead with your thoughts. So uh, just uh, on what I was saying before, I'm not suggesting do, making activism out of, out of the D.C. with kids. I'm suggesting what if I go there as a tourist, not even having any idea about any of this, and my kid starts dancing, you know, are the police going to arrest my kids or arrest me? Or No, odds are good if you're just there on your own on any old day uh, with a kid dancing, you'd probably be just fine um, because they're not going to pick on a little kid in that in that. But there will be people on Saturday when these people go back there to do their their protest and the dance and that kind of that have kids because there's a lot of people that that wander around uh, Washington, D.C. They obviously they take their kids. So some of those kids are going to be of the age that, oh, wow, there's a big group of people dancing here. I mean, we took my son Jack to the drum circle in Sarasota. Uh, on the you know on Sunday night on Siesta Key Beach, and he brought his drum and he just drummed like these people were normal, mm-hmm. right? And he just had the the greatest time in the world. Look, a bunch of people who love drums just like me. Mm-hmm. And you know, to him, it's not it's not hippies with flame, uh, you know, with uh, juggling uh, flaming balls or whatever. <laughs> to him, it's just normal. Yeah. So um, well, as far as getting your so you're saying you don't you you don't want to get your child involved in this. You don't want to show up with a child on Saturday. And have you know a seven year old or something like that out there dancing well the the risk is is too much for me and my family i mean yeah. i just I, you know so that's that 
Yeah, that's um, a shame. I totally understand. I don't blame you for that. I, I don't blame anybody for not wanting to, uh, you know, to put their family on the line or their their kids on the line. But on the other hand, when I have seen young people involved in activism, it's been incredibly uh, useful and interesting, and uh, I think uh, persuasive because. Just to give you two examples, one point, a uh, young lady, probably seven, eight years old maybe, and her mom came to Keene one day, uh, Luther, one of our former co-hosts, who may actually be coming back on here in the show in the, the coming days. But uh, Luther was putting on a, uh, trying to put on a flea market, and this young lady and her mom had uh, come out and began selling, I guess young girl, uh, had come out and begun, uh, begun selling ice cream and limeade. And the cops came out and they threatened everybody with uh, arrest. And so they essentially shut down a little girl's limeade stand here in Keene. And, uh, and that, that is just, for whatever reason, people pay more attention uh, to those sorts of things than they do when, if you were to say, for instance, start selling limeade as an adult, uh, they would... People that are onlookers, uh, people that see the video online, they would they could care less. They wouldn't be as interested in that. So having a child out there uh, doing activism is, I think, a very interesting perspective to uh, to share with people, and it certainly makes for some interesting situations. But there is always that chance that the police may decide to target you and teach you a lesson. So I don't blame you, man. Anything else you want to share? All right, just just real quick, I wanted to share a police story. Um, my uh, my father owns a house. It's a rental house, and um, the the house got flooded out. And for whatever reason, the insurance didn't pay for it. So he's got this house that he can't rent. He still has a mortgage on it. Whatever. It's kind of out in the country, out in the back. Well, he goes over there one day, and he notices that the doors, have, the locks have been changed on the garage, and the windows have been boarded up. Okay. So of course, That's what strange. does he do? He calls the police. You know, because somebody squatting in his garage or meth lab or whatever, you know? Mm, boy. So he calls the police. And so um, they wouldn't even let him be on site, but they went over there and they busted on the door and whatever. They didn't find anybody there. But here's the thing. So he shows up there after it's all done. They're like, well, we didn't find anything there, you know? And then because he had some weeds that had grown up or whatever, uh, they wanted to search the entire house. So they did that, and so then it's just like, Jeez. well, now that we're here, we can see all the codes that you're violating and all, you oh. know, everything else. And um, they started slapping fines on him, and code enforcement officers got involved, and they're still dealing with it. This is going to cost him hundreds of thousands of dollars probably because – Just I mean, to do all the repairs have, or whatever? Well, I, I guess because the house has been dilapidated because of the water damage, they hmm. want him to fix it. You know, and can't you just tear it down? But for, for for several hundred thousand dollars, you might as well at that point, right? Well, yeah, I I don't know, but it's just like he's he's got some long term plans with the house now, and that that's completely Jeez. out the window now yep. because you know it's just like if you don't absolutely have to call the police, don't do it. That's all yep. I'm saying. That's the that's the lesson that I think is is very clearly being taught by these stories. Where for their effort in calling the police, people are in some cases harmed physically, or in this case threatened with uh, with violence and and fines and such. And thanks for the call and the story tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, Jeff. I wonder if the police cars still say to protect and serve on the door. In some place, I, some places I think they do. They used to. That used to be pretty universal. Mm-hmm. Well, we know what the truth is. They're there to protect and serve the state yeah, and themselves. They're there to protect their jobs. They're there to protect their the not department. All, not all. We should say that. 
to be fair, let's be fair here. I mean, there are still good police officers. Overall, and, they do what they're told. And decent police And that is protect the state. Yeah. Yeah. You know, largely that's that's the case. I mean, it's, it's sad, but if you were tried to be a law enforcement officer that, in fact, uh, didn't aggress against somebody who was not committing a, uh, uh, a crime against another person, so you let go, you know, pot smokers or underage drinkers who weren't driving or something like that, uh, you're not going to keep your job for very long. Those guys, uh, unfortunately, the system's set up that it drives guys like that out. Toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. We continue. Captain Ned in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hello, Captain Ned. Hey, guys. How you doing tonight? Hey, great. What's hey, on your Captain? mind? Captain. Hey, uh, i just like to uh, say that uh, about involving the kids in these protests, that, uh, by the way, this dancing at TJ's uh, is shaping up nicely. Yep. The ghost of our founding fathers is going to love this weekend. Anyway, here's a quote right from Jefferson about this. Say, whether peace is best preserved by giving energy to the government or information to the people, the last is the most certain and most legitimate engine of government. Educate and inform the whole mass of the people. Can't what is the most certain that? engine of government? I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit there. Oh, educate and inform the whole mass of... Okay, let me start over. All right, please. Say, whether peace is best preserved by giving energy to the government or information to the people. This last is the most certain and the most legitimate engine of government. Educate and inform the whole mass of the people, I would say children, of, of course. Enable them to see that it is in their interest to preserve peace and order, and they will preserve them. And it requires no very high degree of education to convince them of this. They are the only sure reliance for the preservation of our liberty. Thomas well, unfortunately, Jefferson. when you put the government in charge of education, you get a real problem. You get no. That's uh, not what he's. That's not what he's saying there. He says educate the people. They're the only sure reliance for the preservation of our liberty. And here's one more quote. By but it Jefferson. sounded to me like he said that that was like one of the legitimate roles of was government. A proponent of government education. No, 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 no. I believe I heard that earlier but, in the quote. But okay. Well, let, let me read it word for word. Okay. No, I thought Please. you just did. Well, it's only the first two sentences in, so go ahead. Okay, let me read the second one for you. I know of no safe depositor of the ultimate powers of a society but the people themselves. And if we think them not enlightened enough to exercise their control with absolute discretion, the remedy is not to take it from them, but to inform their discretion by education. This is the true corrective of abuses of constitutional power. Thomas Jefferson. Thanks, Captain. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. Unfortunately, some people in government think it's education to charge you uh, $4,000 for trimming your tree out front. Yeah, that's educational. (laughs) You won't do it next time. Right, more coming up. Free Talk Live. You take control. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. one 800 
You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can go to promote.freetalklive.com. That's where you'll find a list of things you can do to get Free Talk Live to more ears around the world. Things like uh, printing out flyers or putting up a banner on your website, etc. Different things, uh, and most of them free or very low cost. So go to promote.freetalklive.com. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. We go to you, your thoughts, your calls. Mark, listening in Charleston, West Virginia, to WVTS. Hello, Mark. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, yeah, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I'm just going to say, I watched that stuff. Well, first of all, I'm no friend of the cops, okay? Believe that. But uh, I watched that stuff on the news about the people dancing and getting arrested yes, sir. at the Jefferson Memorial. And uh, there's a little bit of bullcrap with that. I mean... It just so happens to be none other than the Code Pink people, okay? What's wrong with I mean, that, Code Pink? It's not like that they just happened to be there. There was a I lady uh, no, there. No, it was a, a schedule. like dancing. No, no, it was, it, was, it was a scheduled protest for a... Let me tell you what happened so, you, so you're clear. About two years ago, a small group of... Uh, I guess liberty activists, not code pink people, uh, went out to the Jefferson Memorial on Jefferson's birthday at midnight. It was a Saturday to uh, kind of dance expressively, silently to a little music in their ears. And the security guards came out, told them that they couldn't dance there. They stopped dancing. They asked some questions. The security guards uh, finally got sick of being asked questions and arrested one of the uh, people who asked too many questions and popped her in jail. It took a couple of years for this trial to come to uh, uh, to fruition. The judge ruled that Dancing is not allowed, basically, and that the security guards were right in doing so. These people planned a protest in order to protest the ruling of the judge. So it wasn't so happens. I mean, yes, they were there for a very specific purpose to dance. They announced it to the, the, the these, you know, to everybody. It was a civil disobedience event, and the lady from Code Pink and her boyfriend uh, were there, and that was, to my knowledge, the only lady from Code Pink that was there. She had a Code Pink t-shirt on, so certainly wasn't hiding that uh, that information or maybe it was the guy that had the code pink shirt somebody had a code pink shirt on and uh, so what if it was code pink what does that mean it's an anti-war group uh, prim- composed primarily of women what's the problem with that well you know it's just like the cliche goes okay no matter how good a point you have you know nobody's going to listen to you if you sound or act like an idiot well who was I mean, uh, sounding like an idiot sir Everybody sees that it's that same old lady from Code Pink, that little scrawny woman. She must be the leader of them or something, because every time there's a hearing in Congress, she gets drug out by the hair of the head. I mean, wherever the woman what is... What is your... Up, wait a minute. Who said something bad? I mean, the woman was, was arrested for dancing with her boyfriend. What's the problem? I mean, what did well, she say that you thought was stupid? She came there to get arrested, didn't she? No, she did not want to get arrested. Actually, yes, she didn't she want didn't, to... So she just happened to show up there. No, no, she was invited there by Adam Kokesh and and Ed and the guys that uh, that organized that protest. They know her. They live there in D.C. and she was invited there. Yeah, well, she she showed up to get arrested, and she did. Well, she did not right. want to get arrested, according to her own statement. She was surprised that she was actually being arrested for uh, for dancing. She didn't think the cops were actually going to do it. But if she and some of the people did, the the ones that weren't there for Code Pink, you're right. You have identified one person that was there for Code Pink. That does not mean yeah, that everybody was know, there for Code Pink. Are you clear on that? But you know you can't. That that is not an answer to that question. 
You, okay, yeah, okay, I'm clear on it. Okay, you all right. Know so, you so, can't taunt these people, you'll lose. Are you clear on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but that side, doesn't make dude. it right. Right? I mean, it's, you know, it's wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's I'm wrong, isn't side, it? But you can't push these people. Okay, so well, somebody's got to do it, right? Otherwise, they're going to just grow the government as big as they want and do whatever they want. Somebody's got to stand up and say no more, don't they? I'm saying that, but the thing is, as soon as people see that girl's face, they automatically are turned off. By I don't think that's Who true. I don't think you? that I don't all think that one does. out of a hundred people recognizes this lady's face. I, I, have I haven't no even idea. heard this before. I had no idea who this lady was. I figured she was one of the many members of Code Pink. I'm taking your word that she is one of the organizers. Who cares, dude? What is your problem with her? How? I mean, what is the problem with her going on television and speaking for peace? I'm just saying that as soon as people see her. They are turned off. What I don't is think that's true. Problem? I don't listen think that's true. I don't care they about don't the other people. Mark doesn't think it's true. I'm asking you. Why are you turned off by a woman who cares enough about peace to go out, put it on her T-shirt that she cares enough about peace, and go out and speak uh, out about peace? What is the problem with that? I just think she has false pretenses. She's not interested in peace. She's what? She's interested in getting on TV and causing trouble. Causing trouble? What are you? What are you talking about? Causing trouble? She likes to get arrested and get on TV. What's wrong with getting arrested? What is wrong with it? Rosa Parks got arrested. Gandhi has been arrested. What? What is wrong with getting arrested, sir? Okay. All right. Never mind. You can't win with you people. I'm asking you a question. My point is that every time. Like I said, people get turned off. All right, you're repeating yourself now. Thank you for the call. I've heard that five times in a row. Okay, so you get turned off because somebody is an activist? That's what turns you off? I don't think that most of America knows who this lady is. I mean, the, he's most people don't watch the news. Most people don't watch Fox or MSNBC. Or I don't think you're talking been. about one out of a thousand people could uh, identify this lady as uh, the code pink. She's lady. a hero, as far as I'm concerned. I didn't hear about it. I, I, you know, I mean, if she's an activist, she's an activist. I'm not surprised. As this gentleman isn't, I'm not surprised by these arrests, but I do think that people have to stand up. And yeah, that's what pro- he's upset about is that she stands up. Well, and he, she's well no, he he thinks she's an attention hog, and she's only doing it for the fame and not for the the, the principle fame of being uh, thrown in a cage. The fame surrounding you know, being uh, the target of the government's violence. Who wants that? Yeah, you, you Some putting yourself do. in harm's way like that though is not the best way to get your 15 minutes of fame. I just think it's incredibly cynical on his part and incredibly well, I ignorant. Think he wrote, I think that what, what I hear is that he's writing off the actions of all these people because he saw this one lady. <laughs> right. And that doesn't seem fair to me. I mean, but I, to, to write her off is unfair as well because also, she's Pink, busy. Code Pink may be a sort of a liberal organization, but the very fact that some liberals are, are standing out and talking against uh, a war mm-hmm. in the time of a Democratic president I think is amazing because most of them yep. have disaffrickin' peers That's since right. Bush Period. Civil liberties and peace are two things that we'll agree with the so-called progressives on 100%. Right, and you're never going to get uh, you know, liberty if you just marginalize one side or the other. Her name it, is Medea, I believe, Medea Benjamin. Okay, fine. Um, it, but, but you're never going to, like, you know, people will say that uh, the people, the libertarians are far right or something like that. Mm-hmm. Libertarians need to reach across the aisle and on the issues that yep. they can agree with on people who are on the left, and then you're going to see some kind of... Uh, motion that way the fact is voting for republicans does nothing for liberty just take a look around at the are, states people right are you gonna just throw ron paul out on his butt too because he's appeared with ralph nader and they've come together
together on things like ending the war on drugs? Yeah. Is that a problem he in sees, your mind? He he was with Dennis Kucinich and trying to get the United States out of Iraq. Right. right? Is that a problem, too? It's just so ignorant. And it's outrageous to me that somebody would be critiqued because they are they care enough to do something and actually get out and get active. What are you doing, dude? I mean, is that the reason you don't want to go out and be active because you don't want to have an interview or something like that? That's fine. You don't have to be active in the same way as Medea Benjamin from Code Pink, who apparently is, according to the website here, according to Wikipedia, she is a co-founder. So she is one of the uh, you know originals. Yeah, apparently the guy's got guy's got an eagle eye. I had no idea what he was talking and about. And I initially. think it's awesome that the the folks that were involved in creating this protest were able to get the co-founder of an organization like Code Pink behind it. That means that all the Code Pink people are likely paying close attention to this. It's a big organization. Yeah, and that just mostly, means more exposure. That has mostly gone away since George Bush, mm. uh, you know, got out of office. And I think that's despicable. Some, I think the worst thing about these liberal activists in Code Pink is that they're not protesting right now. Well, is that they you don't know laid, you don't know what what's that? Doing. You don't know what they're doing. Do you I, follow their activities? I, I do, and they're not doing as much as they were during the Bush administration. Okay. They're yeah, chaining themselves to the White House fence previously. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything like that. Most of them are sitting on their butts now that we've got Barack Obama in there. He's going to save us from it all. He's a good he's got person. A, he's got a peace prize. <laughs> well, according to the uh, Wikipedia here, the, they've been doing things for the last few years. So. Yeah, they have been. I'm not saying they haven't. Yeah. But uh, my question is, how many people? And from what I can see, what I have seen from Code Pink is that they're not doing as much as they were. But in all fairness, Mark, too, that there other there were other progressive anti-war organizations besides Code Pink. Mm-hmm. So even if Code Pink is somewhat active now, there's a lot of people on the on the so-called left side of the aisle that have totally dropped the ball on this anti-war thing. Right. I guess I shouldn't even be using the term Code Pink. It's some of the people that were active with Code Pink have become inactive since Barack okay. Obama got in office. That makes more sense because this lady's clearly active. She's clearly active. And she's a hero as far as I'm concerned. I'm glad she was there. I, I, I agree. Her arrests were some of the most outrageous. Her arrest and her partner for dancing slowly was one of the most outrageous parts of this entire thing. Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and J. Neil Shulman, but the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off.